You are listening to Radio Level 5. So I wonder that uh, if you would start your practice of wondering, if you, if you, if you should choose a starting point of your wondering practice from this place, Where would you start? <laughs> I just want to recall uh, that this is Laura Meldermans who is asking me this question. And at the moment we are at level five in La Chapelle, looking over the skyline of Brussels. And she's asking me this question, me being Jolien Nayart. Um, if I start my wanderings, normally I have to go back to my hometown, let's say, which is Geluwe, because my caravan is parked there. <laughs> um, in the beginning I did did these wanderings by myself, but in recent years I would invite people, one person, eh, to join me, as if this person would be on residence in my practice of wandering. So then I suggest um, that I go and pick them up at the address where they live. That would be the starting point. So I kind of like that you now ask ask it to me again because now uh, since like four years and a half I actually live in Brussels so I would say I would start at uh, yeah where I live currently at the, the Zennestraat in the center of Brussels yeah, when I hear that um, it's a uh It evokes um, maybe a correction of my first question. Um, could the starting point maybe be a personality in the city instead of a place in the city? Yes, I never thought about that, but it could be a personality in the city, as in really a person. Could be, yeah. Um, well, you could say that because now I imagine Laura that you are joining me now in my <laughs> practice, <laughs> and that I'm about to pick you up. <laughs> because in that way, you know, when I invite people, you could say that maybe I'm already doing that in a way. I'm starting actually with the person who joins me. Mm. And this person, uh, you know, as in, in my practice of wandering, there is no destination. We kind of leave and we don't know where we're going to. And I'm very curious um, to, to explore in that together what kind of time and space and orientation this, this, this state of wandering evokes. So yeah, if the, yeah the personality, I would say yeah, it, then it's the person who joins me. Okay, 
But then, then I imagine I'm sitting with you in in the caravan, and and I suppose we we are we're driving around the city. We're yeah. Well, and then I would ask you. In fact, Laura, are we going left or right? Um, I would take the second on the left. And why would that be? Is there a certain impulse for that? Um, Is there something waiting there, behind the corner? Well, um, the fact of choosing the second is that um, I made a choice without knowing, uh, without, without knowing uh, on the place where we go. Mm -hmm. I, I will not be influenced by the street itself to go to the left. So it brings me somewhere. It's which really the curiosity of not knowing what, what's in that street. Um, or like running away from being influenced uh, by what I see at that moment. Mm -hmm. We will not know where, where it will lead us until we would really do that one day. <laughs> I would say, let, let's do it one day. Okay. But uh, if we would now imagine, Laura, that at the end of that street that we just took, um, there is your uh, pilon standing there. How would you describe that? Um, I think it would be a little bit too big for the place because I imagine uh, a very dense area where we are right now mm -hmm. and um, on the ground floor the, 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 the um, it's too dense and it, it, it can't disappear And I, in my imagination until now, um, on, on the ground floor, it disappears more. Um, but I think when we would go in, um, that would change again. Because then, then, then if you reach out of the, the layer of the buildings, um, There could be maybe an interesting resonation because the the, the pylon in the beginning, the first walk from Nade in, in in the tower, is meant to be very close and and introvert, so to disconnect with the context, and the second part is meant to get out again. So maybe there is a kind of relation which, in a way, I've never seen the project myself that way because it hasn't been taught to be designed in a dense city area. It has been thought to be designed in an, an open field? Um, in a village uh, on the border of uh, a forest, where the question was to, to be able at a certain stage to, to get over the level of the trees. And have a view. And have a view.
-hmm. And at the same time, it had a kind of relation with the tower of the church next to it. So mm -hmm. they were like, and and there was a third, like very vertical, strong element in that village, and these were like radio antennas. Mm -hmm which were quite high also. So there was like the triangularity. But for the rest, it's a village in the countryside. And how would you describe the relationship then with the verticality of the church and the other elements? Uh, were you trying to compete with the church? Or were you trying to have a view on the church from another perspective or was it a statement for the kind of towers that represents more our society of today or um, it was more um, I think we wanted to have a conversation with the other towers and also Um, yeah, we wanted to interact with them and create a link. Um, and that's maybe also why every the two other uh, high elements had had a kind of the the function or the it was a kind of the form or the ar archetype was quite transparent and quite direct. Like it wasn't thought for it was like. The form had a kind of was a kind of evidence, so we were also searching for verticality, but it, which had a kind of evidence, which which comes out of itself. It's it's actually a kind of pylon, a structure which um, which is just meant to go quite high in a very rational, in a very simple way. If I remember well, I think I once saw a maquette of your pylon project mm -hmm. in your atelier here at level five. But at that stage of the design, maybe I should say, um, I understood it as if you weren't necessarily building a new tower, but you were like wondering what existing, how are they called? You know, these towers of electricity, or these towers that are built to hold the electricity lines from one point to it's, the it's other. Pylon, pylon. Ah, yeah, that's the name yeah, in English. The name. Okay. Yeah, well, uh, I had the yeah. understanding that it was more like they are there. How, how can we occupy them? How can we give them a function? Or, or are you now describing me a totally newly built pylon? Pylon. Well, um, what is new? I mean, and then it's it's maybe about, um, in a way, when I think about Flemish landscape, I also imagine somewhere pylon and and infrastructure, and 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 so in a way, my imagination it it, it could have been there already. I don't know if it's so important to. Um, to make clear something is new or not. Instead, it's maybe interesting to to stay, um, to make it a bit, 
I don't know if confusing is a good word, but um, that it's sometimes a bit unclear and that it plays with um, with what already exists in our, in, our, in our perception or the view that we create about the environment around us um, without necessarily having seen it, but it's like a puzzle of different elements we have seen already in life. Uh, so yeah, maybe that brings us again back to the caravan, <laughs> which is... Um, Maybe also, uh, I don't know, a search of uh, uh, creating a, an imaginary uh, view, a connection of, 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 of images or talks, or which not necessarily are linked to each other, mm -hmm. but become linked. Yes. Um I mean, if I would describe the, my main fascination and, and what triggered me to start doing this was actually a, a fascination for, for the, the word, let's say, landscape, which is, of course, a very large word and, the, and, and you know, concept. But already now, if you talk about... Um, how the structure like a pylon is proper to the Flemish landscape. I actually in the beginning mainly wanted to focus on that one, on the Fla Flemish landscape, as it is the one that I know. And for me, the more you know it, the less you can see it. I was mm -hmm. wondering. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so I wanted to research that, like, can I see it better? And then I, it was also a bit of a search for, yeah, uh, not, you know, as, as, a, as a common practice of architecture to stay at my desk and to look for, like in an overview on a plan of the Flemish landscape and as almost one who wants to control it, you know, uh, trying to understand it, I was quite a, kind of resolute to, to, to ask myself, could a practice of an architect also be organized differently? And uh, one of the things that, that interests me is the zintuigelijke, uh, so the sensitive uh, experience of places. So yeah, I decided, you know what, what if I now move from village to village? And, oh, yeah, I have an old caravan somewhere and it has a window. So what if I just move without a destination, but I just place myself, I stop in a village and I look through my window. So that's how it started, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but in the end, actually, um, before I lose myself in talking too much about whole questions and things uh, that I had, in the end, it was for me maybe then even more about am I actually really able to to wander in the broadest mm. sense? Um, and also how could that be interesting for my own practice, both as an, as an architect, as, as an artist? Because... Um, you know, if you move without a clear destination, 
or if you work without a clear, without aiming for a clear result or a clear format. Um, yeah, what, what does that open up, you know, in your understanding of the world, of spaces, um, also in, in how you act in life, how you work, you know, it's a bit about resisting to being productive all the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but... But could that, um, that, so that wondering basically never really um, has been translated or has been uh, a starting point of uh, a physical or, or, or no, of a, a, trans, a translation into something more physical? Mm. Or does it, does it have an output in writings or? You do have uh, uh, I'm not sure if it's need, it's not the question as if it's if it would be needed. Eh? I can imagine that if that suddenly happens, the project isn't anymore what it's supposed to be. No, but it's really a very good question because I mean I think a lot about about you know language. And how tr how through language you you understand things of the world, you know. Um, and a word that inspired me was was errance. It's actually uh, from a book of um, uh, Raymond Depardon, if I say it well. And that's a photographer. Errance. So I was like, what is that errance? And it's from Erre. And uh, once I did a performance linked to uh, my practice of wandering, it was actually here in, in Brussels at C.C. Bruegel, and I called it Erre et humain. And it actually kind of refers to a Latin uh, Errare humanum est, and then it goes further. But it's kind of, it find it intriguing because Erre is connected to error. And it, it has something to do that, you know, as if not knowing where you're going is a bad thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, but, so this is a little bit about how could you translate wandering. Um, but what if, if you would have to make a physical thing out of it? I think my response to that, or at least my interest in that question is, you know, I would also be searching a bit for if, if if we all together try to think about how to organize organize space, uh, I wonder today by which I mean is there st still a kind of order by which we would organize it that is common? If you would relate to you know uh, earlier times when it was maybe the religious religion. Or it was maybe a king, you know, if you think about Versailles, he would like to order it in a very monumental way, mm. where you have the feeling that walking within this monumentality, it's like the eye of the king that is leaning on your shoulder. But I would really like wonder what about today and 
could you imagine that there is no order from which you design things? Could you accept that? And what kind of space would be created? So it it would still it would more be a question I'm busy with than that today I can't really answer what physical form uh, it it would create, but it would maybe be one that um, yeah is not super defined, leaves space for people to be able to occupy it, define it themselves, uh, letting it change over time. Yeah, um, there is maybe also, um, we're maybe too much in it to be able to, um, to 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 give it a name or something. But I also um, and at the same time I also wonder a question like, um, well, uh, no, I went, why why do we need to be able to um, to categorize it in a certain way? So this it gives a kind of. Yeah, I, as a humanity, yeah, it also, you, we always like to like um, kind of order thoughts or ideas. Or yeah, exactly. And and uh, and um, maybe it's interesting to try not to do that, but it's also um, yeah, like public space and 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 private space. I was really, really very much confronted with those kind of borders, real or not real, only with the, the, the search for where can I park with my caravan, you know, where am I welcome? But uh, I, I don't know if you see it, Laura, but there is like uh, a monkey taking my attention. I don't know, do you know that monkey, Loda? A monkey's never alone, eh? I think behind the corner there are more. You think so? I hope so. Should we should we run, go back in the caravan and close the door? Or are you familiar with this monkey? Uh, um, I would like to be familiar. I think it would be nice to um, to to stand or to sit somewhere in the city and to just observe uh, um, activity in uh, non-human activity in the city. Sometimes I miss that. I think like some users of this, more users of the city but they're not human users. And how is it something you think about, you dream about? Or did you already find a possible way or imagine a possible way to create that or make it happen? 
Mm. No, but in my imagination, I can like I can. I think it would be. Uh, it would bring like kind of. Uh, yeah, I think it would bring rest, calm, to have like. Um, for instance, in the sky to like have also like much more like wild animals flying over and they're doing their stuff and they're ignoring us and and you you just have yeah it's just there and you're like yeah there is yeah and uh, yeah sometimes I miss that something that you are like uh, that we are on the second that we are pushed to the background or somewhere and that you are like that we pushed the, a bit to the, the animals to the background. No, are we ourselves? That, yeah, that we are like sometimes, uh, yeah, to the background. It's like it's not only about us anymore. Then, I oh yeah, the, once they would be here, we would be pushed to the background. Yeah, it's uh, pushing is again an an, um, an association of power. It's not necessarily pushing, but then it's like there is an. Uh, there is another dominate something else sometimes dominating uh, I didn't want to use the word but um, it's difficult to explain but it's like that that you are like yeah that it's not human who is trying to to turn the buttons and mm -hmm. coordinate it and I think it can be uh, uh, you're relaxing in a way yeah, that you are like a bit set to the background, and 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 then it, it changes again or something. Yeah, but then and that you could observe, and then and then things happen. That I think also because in a way you maybe it goes back um, to that idea to want to classify and to control and to mm -hmm. to understand things that you, that we then get to a situation where we maybe accept that you just can't do it and that it's like okay it's okay that it doesn't uh that it's not like we planned or foreseen or it's like loslaten yes um loslaten letting go yeah leaving yeah. behind accepting and and the interesting thing with that is that we can't really directly communicate also with the animals yeah or at least not through our language. But why is that interesting? Um, because you have to find other ways to deal uh, to to deal with things happening with conflicts. And not communicating in words by language, you mean? Because probably if we would be more surrounded by animals, we would probably find other ways of communication. Or hopefully, that was what I would hope for. Yeah, I, I, yeah, in a way, yes, but maybe we don't need to communicate, we can just be there. And, and, and more communicating and seeing what, what they need and then, then giving this space to that. And then there is maybe there are maybe some spots in the city which are not accessible for us, which are like we it's it's um, 
it's uh, an, a place where we can't go. It's like because because they have have made it their spot. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a uh, non-optimalized uh, speculation, non-speculative ground. <laughs> <laughs> to to suddenly translate it in in the way how we look to ground and place and 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 buildings the yeah it's like we have in in, in the, the the entire country is like divided in colors with functions made for housing industry made for offices you have the map of Belgium mm -hmm. and it's also linked to a kind of value that the ground has many ways and then. Then I also I I yeah I I would like to have a category non-defined, an empty yes. category, and it's not for us. It's 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 again it goes again about that categorizing, mm -hmm. like um, yeah, just yeah. Now in the caravan we go to the left, and there we have an an area which is non-defined. It's not. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it and doesn't I, belong to us. Yeah, and I would also like that because I think that I would probably be welcome to park there, you know? <laughs> I'm not sure. Unless, no, unless of not, course, the animals... Not because you can't. It's not... You, you, you can't. It's, 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 I can't park there. It's No, it's not it, It's not meant for, for us. It's, oh, it's, but then it is defined. If only animals can go there. Yeah, it is defined in effect. Uh, yeah, in that way, it's maybe maybe we 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 can define it as as it's as it's not us who can define it. Okay, it's not up to us. Yeah. Yeah, in that way. To make those rules. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I'm kind of triggered by by this. I would maybe call it the common interest. As if, um, yeah, we cannot ignore that this conversation is between two architects. No. <laughs> and I have the feeling that we maybe feel a bit at unease of always being a bit in the position of looking from top view. Mm -hmm. I think we want to change this perspective. I think we, we are probably looking for a position from which we we act uh, or let go of control like maybe more I don't know how you call it then by being in it you know mm -hmm. not looking on top of it from a distance but being in it moving in it and and um, uh, creating a skill not to learn how to control things, but creating a skill of how to learn to move, accept, uh, be be grasped by what comes or crosses our path, mm -hmm. not knowing. Yeah. You are listening to Radio Level 5. I wonder, Laura, if... Um, if we take a break, 
or if we leave it for our conversation for today here or would you continue um no i think i, I do like a break let's do a break huh? and we'll see if there's gonna be <laughs> a continuation or not. yeah let's see who knows who knows <laughs>